I just oh. press uh, record. One of the things I'm realizing, man. Welcome to Man Time. Yeah. We've Peace been, to the gods. We've been going for a minute, man. Hey. And, and, I'm, and, and that's a good leeway. And we've been going for a minute. And this one thing I realized for since we've been going, right? So overall, since we've been going, you know, I've had a birthday. That's right. Shit like that. Right? And so now. That's why you shit like that. <laughs> that's right. You know, and I, a lot happened since we've been gone. Uh, and now, like, again, like, I'm 39. Right? Yeah. But I've always been, like, a big kid at heart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I've always got gotten along with people that's older than me because I'm older, but I've always been able to get, get along with people that's younger than me. Right. Uh, I'm now starting to realize actually how old I am. Wow. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to tell you how. Because a lot of people that I'm realizing, a lot of people that are like my peers that I'm working with, yes. are now, I'm realizing, oh, y'all actually are younger than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when we talk about football coaching and whatnot, um, you know we're having our coaches meetings and things like that. And again, like I've been around football for a while, played it on, I guess you could say high enough level, coached it and things like that. And for me, I'm old school. Yeah. And now, and this ain't no shot at Jake because I know Jake is like the mid two thousands football era, yeah. right there, right? Yeah. But Jake will even tell you like, football played in the nineties. Is totally different from football played in the 2000s. Okay. Totally different. Mm -hmm. All right. Football played in the 2000s. They started getting slimmer shoulder pads. It went to cats being in shape, slim, mm -hmm. that part. Mm -hmm. When I was in school, you had to be big. That's right. You had to be, you need to be putting on some weight. That's right. right. And so we got new coaches that coach like that. Coach like what? The new, they coach new age. Oh, slimmer, faster. They looking mm -hmm. for fast. Yeah. Yes. Um, and our coach is old school. Okay. He and he knows what he got with his players. Like he's one of those coaches where look, all right, that that film shit, mm -hmm. whatever you could do on the chalkboard, that shit is cool. I don't care. You can say that shit awesome. We call them T-shirt All Americans. Mm -hmm. In the film, on in the Jake no Jake seen them. Mm -hmm. We have T-shirt All Americans on film. That's right. And on the chalkboard, mm -hmm. and before we put on pads, mm -hmm. them niggas is Dr. J. Rice, everything put together. And you like, hey, this nigga gonna be sweet. Yes. But first day the pads come on, you be like, oh shit, start dropping everything and shit. Niggas be trash. Okay. Right. And so, coach kind of had to break that down to some of one of our new coaches. Mm -hmm. At the point, like, hey man, I know this person been working and this person been doing that, but this person, but coach, I'm gonna tell you, when you get on the field, this is what's gonna happen. Okay. And they kind of had a falling out about it. The coaches down into it? Yeah. Like, kind of had a falling out about it. About about what? The style of football being played? One coach felt like he put in a lot of work or whatnot mm -hmm. for the head man to come back and say, hey, I know what my team is. So everything you're saying, all of that is good. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you, before you get yourself wrapped up in it, it ain't going to look like what you think it's going to look like. I already know my players. Okay. Does uh, he know his players? Coach, yeah, he knows them. He, and overall, what he was saying is totally correct. Like, I already... Our players don't know technique, mm -hmm. right? So, overall, if I get into it with... Like, like, say, for instance, we were high school. We were a technical school, a technical team, but we were... We would run your ass off the field. Mm -hmm. We were fast. We'd run by you. And we used to play this team out of, out of Savannah... And even when we used to play like Statesboro High, this team out of Savannah named Benedict. 
They were military school. Mm-hmm. So you know they were technical. I don't care if we we would blow them out. Score might be 42-14. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, at the end of the game, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm beat mm-hmm. because they played technical football the whole time. Regardless of, I might have been more athletic, but when somebody technical, they're going to beat you sometimes. You're going to beat them. You ain't going to. They're going to block your best shot. They're going to give you their best shot. You better take it. You know why that is? Because that practice and that. And that, um, and that pre- preparation prepares you for what the obstacles yeah. will be. And we don't have that. Right. We don't have the type of people mm-hmm. that we don't have the type of players that can turn into that. Right. And so, because they, they their attention span is so short. You yeah, can't we don't. Yeah, our, our 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 program don't have that. Well, well, who program does? What program do you think it has that? Well, there's a few programs around here has that. Okay. Um. Oxen Hill. Okay. Oxen Hill is um, Suitland. Mm. When she's done playing Suitland, you tired. Okay. Them, them, well, them that, that, that has a lot to do with them South Side boys. The coach. The yeah. Coach. Yeah. Yeah, I got everything to do with coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that got everything to do with coaching. And it also got something to do with your personnel. Like, we don't have that type of person. South Side football in, in PG County and North Side football. And when I say South Side football, no, it's, different. it's, it's totally different. different. It's different. And so that's the point of our new coach is gonna have to see that like man, where the where the new coach is coming from? Some somewhere here. I don't know. I don't know what school he's coming from. In DC, somewhere in Maryland. Oh, in Maryland. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I, and I, I was totally agree with the head coach. Like, no, I I get what you're saying. You're working with him on on. So film did they get into it or to the point where we ain't having no more? Remember how you used to call me and I'd be like, I'm on a football call. Yeah. We ain't having no football calls no more. Wow. So how how does that look Damn, to the kids? They was in their feelings. That's stupid. I mean, that's that's very that's a I don't know. Very selfish. I mean, and I meant nah, I'll show you how it but is. is. But this is the this is that the is, sport, is but this is the sport y'all in though. This is the sport of dominating men. I'm gonna show you the selfish part. Right? But it's also where like, and I think this is the part of football that get overlooked is a big part of it is like. Learning how to be in the presence of men when it ain't no conflict, or you know, or how to how that's to get around certain things. That's the now we have calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's today at ten fifty three, which is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday. Mm-hmm. What does that say? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he not doing the Zoom calls no more. Oh, he was the, the young dude was organizing the Zoom. Well, calls. No, one of the other coaches was, which I think the guy that came in is one of his boys. Oh, yeah. See, that's I mean, that's a lot of bitch ass nigga shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna call him. No, nah, I'm with ass, you. Yeah, that's bitch ass. I'm with shit, you. Like, man. who are we really like? Overall, again, it, it, now, again, if this is your program, then yeah. yeah, you can make that call. But this ain't your program. Yeah, this this, your, this a job at the end. Yeah, of the this day. a job at the end of the day. And overall, you're still under somebody that calls the shots. As an athlete, you know, you know that chain so of command. What, so what he want to do? He want to be the head coach. <laughs> what the fuck is his job on the team anyway? He wanted to be the OC. He wanted to be. What qualified him to be the OC? It wasn't the OC position open because our OC left last year. I didn't ask you that, miss. <laughs> I, I don't know his qualifications. Okay, so. I don't know. Is the Nick, is the, right, who, which school was he putting up numbers at that qualified him to say, yo, let me do it like this? Because y'all some shit anyway. He's younger than me. So he got to be maybe like mid, early, mid 30s. 
And see, that's why I'm, I'm starting to realize, like, last year wasn't really, I, I would hear people, you know, I would hear the coaches be like, yeah, I graduated from so-and-so in, like, 08, I went to Morgan, and then 06 and 07. So what does that tell you? What, what, what the, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about you coming to realization that, like, damn, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yes. Like, I was sitting here like, damn, like, when we, it's like, it's realistically like, when I'm, when I'm sitting, when we sitting on the phone talking, it's literally being broken down in my face like, hey, it is a, a difference in age and a difference in styles because of age. Yeah. Like, it's, hey. I mean, I started thinking about that last year. With, like I said, when Cass would be like, yeah, I, I went, to, I graduated from high school in 06 and I went to Morgan and I played this and that. And I'm looking like. And I was out of college. That's bro. what I'm saying. So, <laughs> and, and they, for real, they they growing, but they ain't, they not growing. They're yeah, not nah. learning how to communicate at all, son. Cause so, nah, and it was I, it was our generation. I ain't gonna hold. I was just talking to somebody about this shit. Like what? Our generation, John. Like we think we can just we give our we give our opinion too much. Y'all feel this, bro? Yes. Like we all yes. <laughs> Shit don't be about us, bro. That's it right. Like we we always feel like it's a need to insert how we feel you about know, shit. You know, but you it know ain't why that no is. need for that shit. Sometimes you know you why that is because up. because you guys are, and this is not. I'm not talking about you specifically. No, I know. I know. I'm talking about just the generation. Mm-hmm. You have a. You guys have access to everybody's feelings all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You wake up in your feelings because you went to sleep in your feelings. Like, he got to say that. Why can't I say that? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. Like, Why can't I Yo. do that? Why can't I do that? That's exactly Yo. that's exactly the perfect point. Yes. Like, why can't I do that? Yeah, and it's a lot of people. I can say my generation because it's a lot of like, damn it, everybody my age and younger, bro. Like, that I don't work with or got cool with in the past few years. Like, it kind of get annoying, but then I be thinking, damn, do I do that shit? But it kind of get annoying because, like, conversations about doing something turn into conversations about how we feel about some shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes I get thrown off. I be like, yeah, because I kind of don't, you know, like this shit. But then I be getting back on track, like, hold up. It's not the point. You know what I'm saying? We get, I feel like we be feeling like how we feel, like, matter too much, bro. Like, I ain't saying this without nobody feeling. But what happens is this, though, Jake. It's like, bro, like, you have to, we, you know, and I and me and T talk about this all the time. Is about your idealisms and your realisms. We a lot of a lot of these a lot of people in your generation have grown up on TV and on the internet. So the idealism, yeah, the sure. idea of what things supposed to be, has been prank programmed in their head. So when it's not and real shit hit them, it it, it they like malfunction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you trying to you trying to fit your 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 ideas in a box. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And they don't fit. You see what I'm saying? So you have to learn to deal with realism. You got to learn to deal with reality is low. What's going on in front of you is the what's going mm-hmm. on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to drop the like. You know we been we be thinking like caucus always, bro. Yeah, because I was talking with somebody, you know, you know, I was talking with somebody yesterday, and we was talking about how somebody we both knew, like, they kind of, like, quit on what they told us they was doing a little bit, like, went back and did some other shit. I guess it was too hard. But we be trying to skip stages, like, 
now everybody got this idea and this this concept like, oh, I can just get the wealth and I'm gonna be young and rich no matter what I do, like, and take trips and travel. And that shit cool and dandy. Some people are fortunate enough to do that, but you can't skip like the work stages. So like, if you say you want like everybody want to be a boss, or everybody want to do certain things, but once they get like how the road you know tough, how you know what make you say that? And I'm not saying right. that you wrong for part, saying that part, that everybody want to be a boss. What make you say that? Um, what make you feel like that? From what I be hearing people tell me, and like the conversations we have. Um, but what makes a boss? What, what make you? What makes what, when you say the word? That's balls, the word they use. Oh, that's the word they use. Yeah. See, that's the word they that's use. That's the thing. That's the problem. Because well, not everybody, but that's the word. Like a lot of people use when we be talking. Like, man, I'm trying to get on my boss shit. Sign up. We got a boss up. Or like, man, I'm a boss with. You know what I'm saying? That's like, rap that's, shit. That's the word. That's yeah. rap talk. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. rap talk. And I think some things come easy to some people, and that ain't for really for us to get it. You know, too deep into because we don't know. But you know. I don't think you can really skip stages, whether it's a work hard stage or success stage, like whatever stage it is, you can't skip no. stages. So I think my generation, I think, like you said, we, we was raised on the internet and on TV and yeah. my space and a little Yamaguchi little thing. Yeah. Everything's that's, digital. That's what you know I'm saying. Like yes. we was raised on all that shit. Yes. And we feel like shit just supposed to be instant. Yes. Like on Game Boy, you yes. play the game, you win, you're like everything supposed yeah. to be instant. But in reality, it's like, it's, it really make you fucking crazy. If work, you think about work, it, work. Like it make you crazy. Because you you yeah. thinking some shit that's the total opposite of how life really works. That's like, right. I'm going to do this and I'm going to be successful tomorrow or tonight. Yes. It's like, nah, bro, that shit might take five years. Yeah. And, and that might not be your, because people get caught up in trying to make a living. Yeah. So yeah. you might yeah. not even be trying, you might not even be, that might not even be your path and your passion. Because I promise you, if you find your passion, you will be, the universe will take care of you how you need to be. Everybody don't need a million dollars. Uh-huh, you're saying it wrong, man. No. Go ahead. You're saying it wrong. Go ahead. If you find your purpose, the universe will give you what you need. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> a lot of people yeah. are going off, yeah. a lot of people going off, like, take sense, a lot of people going off passion, right? Yes. Um, yes. Because you, a lot I, of right. people can't, right. a lot of people can't accept their purpose. That's right. I was just talking sorry, about, about talking to some people about this the other day. A lot of people can't accept their purpose. Your purpose might not. You might be, yeah. and this is and this is biblical also to the point where you might have everything that you can possibly have, right? Yes. And it's you were passionate about it, right? And then you go and you find something that you can wake up and do every day. It don't have to pay you nothing. It don't have to do none of that. It can just be all everything that you wanted to be. Yes. But it might pay you only ten percent of what you were making. And so overall, over the course of time, you end up losing your fortune. Yes. But you're still doing something that you that's in your purpose. Yes. A lot of people can't accept that. Okay. A lot of people can't because of my again, so the purpose the man who's got, who who is ordained to be the trash man. Yes. He might can't accept that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you say, hey man, this is what you're gonna do, and if you do this, you actually might live another thirty years longer. Yes. I'm gonna. It might not look like it, but your kids are gonna go to school debt free. They're gonna get out and get a great job if you just go here and serving your purpose and be a trash collector. Yeah, but that'd be that's that'd be selfish. That'd, that'd be they'd be selfish. Mm-hmm. Say, nah, nigga, I want. I, yeah, I want. The, yeah, I want. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. when they school. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm exactly. To touch the they can't, now. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, mean. Mm-hmm. Right. 
<laughs> a lot you know of people, a lot of people I'm are trying to touch the beans right now. Son. But see, but that's the, that's the reason why I said that because a lot of people are. That's what they say. Like, man, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about this. Okay, but what is your purpose? Yeah. What you good yeah. at? Said, what you or what you supposed to be doing? Yeah. Like just how we said today. Like at the end of the day, like when God come and take you, like and you're sitting there asking God, like, well, God, why did you? Why? Why now? And He sit there and li- literally look at you and say, like. You, you did everything I had, you, had for you to do. Yeah. He'll pull out that book and say, look through here. What's the last page say? That's how you died, right? right? This was like that before you came in the, before you came in the earth. Yeah, um, Jeremiah 1.5, I posted last week, like, I knew your story before you came out your mother's womb. That's right. So when you look at the last page, you're going to see that. That's right. And so a lot of people just kind of be like, damn. But your story's already... I mean, I, you know... The, the the way you how do you find your purpose? Um, Sometimes you get pushed on. I feel like I found my purpose. I told you how how you. I got no. Oh, so this is I, man. Let's let you know. I've been paying attention in my classes lately, right? Okay. So one thing we talked about is ways that guys talk to you. Way that guys talk to you. way that God talks to you. Okay, that's one way you find your purpose. All right. God talks to you in four ways through church or temple, mm-hmm. right? Talks to you through that way. Talks to you through circumstance. Yes. Talk, talks to you through Bible or the literature, mm-hmm. or he talks to you through worship. Okay. okay. So in all those points, so take for instance when we say through literature finding your purpose, in some of the things that you might read, like you've kind of found your purpose of with art and um, teaching. Right. Right. Okay. And that's your purpose. You walk in it every day. That's right. You know what I'm saying. So that's, that's right. kind of how you found your purpose. That's right. In the point of trying things. Yes. Not going to the point of oh. My parents said my parents was an attorney or my parents were an engineer, so now I'm gonna be an engineer and this okay. and that. Yeah. So that's how you you gotta you gotta take some chances mm-hmm. and know that I got my back. Yeah. And if it's not my purpose, he gonna show me. That's right. He always gonna if if, if I'm walking in God's light, he's gonna always show me that's right. which way I need to go, where I need to go, what I need to do. That's right. Might hurt sometimes, but eventually I'm gonna get it. Yeah. He already know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we be just fighting against the shit. We do. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I think that's what I did, man. Like when I was playing football, I swear I was just like, I'm just gonna keep playing till something. To I break. To something. To I mm-hmm. ripped the ligament off my. And and yeah. that's what the fuck happened. <laughs> that's right. I thought I was. That's right. I thought I was so close too. I was like, damn. I was like, man, mm-hmm. this season was like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I got. Yeah. I got faster. You know what I'm saying? Stronger. Like, yeah. yeah. Pop. Sit your ass down. No, oh, and you and here he goes. And that happens all the way on a big level. I right, tell you, friends, you know who probably killed that career the other night? Who? Oh, did Todd Gurley. Who? Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. What happened yeah. to him? Not paying attention to what the quarterback is saying. Not being aware of the moment. Yeah, not being aware of the moment. I don't even know what happened. So he wasn't supposed to score. Scored and he thing. scored. And the Falcons end up losing. Damn. So overall, the Falcons have become an expendable team. Matt Ryan's gonna be gone next year. Oh, yeah. they, they Julio gonna, might be there. More gonna, than likely, he probably not. They gonna right? restart. Oh, they gonna blow that shit. Exactly. Up. But he's on a one-year contract. Who? Um, Girl. Girl. Yeah, he's on a one-year contract yeah, with bad knees and all of that. So realistically, your your career probably might be over by now. When the Rams cut him, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they got like arthritis or some shit. Well, I mean, listen, bro, he's taking a lot of, that's a lot of work, son. Yeah. That ain't no joke, son. When you playing with your body, son, that shit is, that shit is no joke, son. That shit is no joke. And I just don't, you know, 
I was asking Kaysen the other day why he liked football. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. I just like to hit people. I'm like. That's a real answer. Why do, yeah, I say, so why why, why do you like to hit? What, what makes you like to hit people, man? Like, you think that's okay? He like, I don't know. Like, I mean, think about what you're doing. Like, you, you, you like to slam your body against other people. You know what I'm saying? So it's something about it though, man. When you hit, listen. When you, when you hit somebody, it's I want to say this it's though. It's like the thing I had to be careful with, and I recognize in real life, like a lot of people I played with and against, it's like it's a violent game, and it, like how I was raised, I feel like I was raised to like respect people and be loving and caring and all that shit. But you can't be like that on no field, bro. And like you get so used to and tuned to like doing that shit, yeah. It's no switch to turn it off. You a I'm kid, saying. so like. For some of these dudes, I know dudes I played with in Pop Warner that was real good, but never played in middle in high school or middle school because they started doing street shit. That's right. And so like that violence just became like because it, it, it went somewhere yes, else. And I yes, think like yes. I think one of the biggest things about football, and one of the things I see with like a lot of these dudes that I be feeling for them in a sense is when they get in trouble. It's not no niggas is grown men, so you just gotta understand and put yourself in good situations and make good decisions. But they not grown. It's crazy men, because that's the thing, though. They not though. They, yeah, they are, in a sense, they not. Yeah, they not grown men. They but it's crazy because, yeah. like, I see them, like, the domestic violence is just an example. And it's no excuse. But, like, the nigga Javon Belshaw, he killed himself after he killed his wife and his girlfriend. That's and, right. And, and then they won the Super Bowl. And then, yeah. <laughs> and it's like. That's right. This he got family, blood, bro, But that yeah. shit come from. It come from football got nothing to do with it. Not just the game, but just like the culture. I can only imagine NFL, bro. It's money. The drugs that them niggas is taking, it's, they cause so many imbalances mentally. Like, so it ain't just like the the, the physical aspect of it. It's you putting shit in your body that's throwing you off. Like, super painkillers that fucking destroy your kidney and make you fucking... So what are we doing all of this for? To hit somebody? It's because right? it's... Honestly, I don't like... It's, it's, it's hard to tell a young man, like... It's either that... And the shit that come with it, or and this is just from what I've seen growing up. It's either a lot of these niggas to get their shit off, and sometimes it's basketball. You know, we went we went to high and niggas was playing rugby. You know what I'm saying? I played rugby for a couple of years. Like it's other shit. A lot of niggas grew up boxing, especially over in Trinidad. Yep. Like a lot of niggas box. Like I feel like young men need an avenue and a lane to they exercise violence. That, that, you know what I'm right. saying? But at the that's same right. time, you train this nigga to knock niggas' heads off boxing. You train your nigga to play football or do any of this violent shit. You have to teach him the other half. Because that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm about to say. The other part of the manhood thing that comes with football is understanding mm-hmm. it ain't all about aggression. Mm-hmm. And it ain't all about violence. Like, that shit gets you to a point. Like, you were saying, Missy, with the skills, like, you have to have technique. You have to you have to think. You have to be aware. Like, it's a lot of stuff come to it. Like, you'll never just win anything with just brute force. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something, like, I ain't learned that shit that I started playing semi-pro. I ain't learned that shit in high school. Our coach was just putting the big niggas who's bigger than me at safety. And putting, yeah. Or you fast, we can put you... Like he, nigga was a nut, bro. But I ain't really get taught the game. I ain't really and see, that and, you, and see, that's the point. Like, you have a lot of programs that just... Because coaching football, coaching basketball, especially in places uh, like Georgia, it's a high-pressure society. It's high-pressure. Like, you're, you're expected to win. Look, you're talking booster clubs that's raising 10 stacks before October, before homecoming came around. And, you know, it's whatever you need. It's pre-game meal, post-game meal, all of that. And so if they bring you in to coach, you got to win. And a lot of coaches um, don't understand that balance part of 
I gotta develop men or develop kids to become men, but I also gotta coach to win football games. And it is a hard it is a hard balance because say for instance, well we are we need some South Side niggas. <laughs> we need some some cats from the South Side. Yeah. But the South Side cats might not integrate into our school well. You know what I'm saying? So that could become a conflict. You know what's the crazy thing about coaching? I didn't do it long for real. I only coached for two years, but it's having that many young men just just looking to you for what's next. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a crazy feeling because it's like, I ain't buying nothing about coaching. I still think if I was the coach today, I still don't know nothing about coaching because it's, it's totally different than playing. But to be every day, to have all day, to have young just looking for you all day for everything now, like, it's now it's like, you know, Outside of the football field, like throughout the school day, uh, Coach Clock, I need help. It go from Mr. Clock to Coach Clock. I need mm-hmm. help with this. Can you, can you show me this? I need this. I need that. Keep taking me home. I don't need no car because it's like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see like somebody get you a ride. It's, it's yeah, everything. Can, can you call me an Uber? Yeah. All I, think, of that. I think that this service comes so when. do you think, let me ask you something. Do you think the, the kids that you interact with, what are they missing? Mostly. I don't really think it's a missing thing. I just think they had a point where they. They're at a point of development where they need to be put in front of somebody that will kind of like steer them. Because at some point, the kids that's development what, That's what I'm telling you. So, and, and you think they missing they missing they they the father a man in the house? You think they missing their fatherly guys at home? I don't, I don't think, think it's a missing thing. Think it's I think it's they in the presence of something, and they can even take them here or there. No, so one thing about the black community <laughs> is. Let me give you a real quick example for you go right. You might have a coach, like for example, I can play Pop Warner and I got a coach that's, you know, supporting us and, you know, as, as young children, he's supporting us and this and this. I go play middle school boy, I'm 12, 13. Our coach, let's say he's supporting us, he's developing us as young men, make sure we get our work done, we respect it to our parents, we our parents put up all the time, we using our manners and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I get to high school and I was good in middle school and I go to a program. These niggas don't give a fuck about none of that. They give a fuck about the program. So, the, the, the development that's supposed to continue, it can even continue in a way to where but, it's but like... that's what I'm telling you. That's supposed to start at home. Well, yeah, but, the, but, but the thing about here, I got you. But the thing about this, you got to understand, like, as black people, we are, realistically, you may as well say, maybe on the fourth generation. Okay? Fourth generations is 80 years. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when you say fourth, when you say first generation, not can't read. Right? Non-readers just the workers right second generation literate okay third generation uh educated and so now you're dealing with the fourth generation that is now getting to the next point of being but that doesn't have oh so so the thing about this the people that's before them either they're either they're at the educated part or they're below so they can only take them so far we talking about we're not we, we talking about basic Ethics. Yeah, I'm talking about basic. So, so if, that hold on, has nothing to do. It with does. It does because if I'm okay, if I'm if I'm if I'm first generation. Yes. I can't read, right? Yes. And so it's what only does so it reading have to do with ethics. Hold on, no, no, no. So it's only so far, or or just I'm 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 just a worker. You know what I'm saying? I'm fresh off slavery, right? I got you. Yeah. So at that point, that starts there. The next generation, which is 20, 25 years later, mm-hmm. they've gotten this certain, they've gotten only so far. It's only so much that I can show them. So now I've taken them to where I can take them. And then now they're on their own trying to figure it out. All right. Mm-hmm. 
So then you have the next generation that comes out. You're 50 years from the beginning of it. Okay. And so now they're just on the point, well, my parents just could read. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So they can only take me up to the point to where they can read. Anything else has, so after what, figuring that out is having to figure it out. So what is the, so, so what is the coach replacing is what I'm asking. What do you mean what is the coach replacing? If the kids, I think, I get what you're saying. I think coaches end up replacing shit like shit that's... Structure, like a father. Structure, and that's what I'm telling you. I'm not saying when I say when I say I'm talking about the masculine energy that Mm -hmm. makes you submit to something. The structure. That's what I'm telling you. Something is missing to make you like. I don't think Casey is running behind his coach asking him to. You know what I'm saying? Because, but I'm gonna just use me for an example because that's what like I get what you're saying. The coach, in that sense, he do replace. He do replace something, but I and it wasn't my coach, my head coach. He was that nigga was a sucker. My position coach though, <laughs> it always be the position coach. My position coach is my DB coach and yeah. the defensive coordinator. Like, like I had my father, but it's just that I guess kids like at some point it's not a rebellious thing against your parents, but it's just like Let me see you want to break away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to show right. y'all. Like, look, I, 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 I can, can take direction from somebody else. But I started to look towards other male figures that was like. I I didn't even really look for nothing. I just inadvertently now that I'm older I say I look, but back then I didn't think I was. I just respected certain niggas. Like I respected my uh, D back coach. And that's I what it is. My um, that's defensive coordinator. Because you know that's, why though, Jake? That's all it is. Because right you know there. why? Like I'm the same way. You know why though? But most of the people you you respected, right? Mm-hmm. Did eventually like either whether they came from the same situ- was same situation as you, but they went a step above a lot of the other people. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. your football coach, right? Your football coach might have grew up in the hood, this and that, and chilled out. But everybody that would that chilled out with him, he might have been the only one that went to school and got his got his degree, or just went to school to play ball, whether he graduated or not. Right. So you gonna want to be like, hey, wait a minute, yeah. he did something different. So he see he he see both points. He sees that hey, you know, you can do this street shit, and this is what it's gonna get you. But I'm telling you, look, nigga, the girls they pretty at Hampton. Right. You know what I'm saying, and it for me it it took a little bit of that to say like, hey man, the girl's pretty about Dawson State. They like pretty. My little brother coach, he from DC, he from the hood. He went to Rutgers, played ball up there, high level, respectable dude. DCPS. He went from a teacher to a dean to uh, AP or whatever. And like for him to see them young niggas to see him where he come from, they rise. I think they gravitated towards him because it's like he a respectable male from where they from. You know what I'm saying? I think like at a certain age, I think kids need to be around. People who do the things that they're interested in, yep. And that's where, yeah. like, I think that's where the community part come in, like, and that's where the onus fall on of us. A lot of time, like, we talk shit about the youth in the community, but it's like what we provide for them. Because at some point, the parents got got they raise their kids to a certain point, and then it's like, all right, either y'all gonna start rebelling or y'all gonna branch out on your own type shit. Yeah. But y'all take what I got to gave you, and then when you get out there in the community, if it's just a bunch of motherfuckers just. Like being opportun- opportunistic with like, cause now people are being opportunistic with pain and real life shit and situations, and they turning it into like money grabs. That's right. And like it sound good, but that's gonna die. It's like people emotionally is hanging on to that shit. So that shit gonna die on like a little. We passing our food and <laughs> all that very, shit. You sound very aggressive. About because it. all right, so all right, so take this, check this. All right, again, when we talk about economics, we're at a down point. We were at the same point ten years ago. Yeah. At yeah, the same point ten years ago, and in two thousand eleven. Shit was gravy. 
2013, shit was gravy, right? Yeah. So at what point when shit gravy and, and money flying out of niggas' pockets, that niggas traveling all over the world, they putting money, they now going from savings accounts to 401ks again before it go back down and you can't really sell pain, mm -hmm. then what you gonna do? Then what you gonna do? I don't know. Because I'm telling you, when you get into pain and you be into pain a long time, I don't give a fuck how good it gets around you, how good everybody gets, you are going to climb that ladder for a long time. A trying to get to be you all yeah. <laughs> it might it might you might come from the bottom a little bit of out of your pain, but you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna see everybody around you and while you climbing, they gonna be walking, you're gonna be like, Man, fuck them. I don't even got fuck you you're gonna be trying to you're gonna be uh hating on their happiness to conceal what you got going on. Yeah, well, that's why I told you I'm not getting into the. I don't do the campfire or trauma shit. Like, that shit is. I don't post about nobody. That's why I shout that. out to you, man. She forgetting these youngins. Yeah. Because in the midst of all that's going on, like I said, it ain't a thing of don't being aware because you need to be aware. But we need to see young black men. But see, my the situation for me and the youngins, it, for me, it's not even traumatic. Like, honestly. I fucking like kids. I like to see kids just do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, well, I had a kid today. Um, we on distance learning. All of my kids logged off. And this kid just literally, we sat on the Zoom and talked for 15 minutes. Yeah. And come to find out, he's in my local, he's in my LSN class. So I'm actually going to have him twice next semester. He's in my African American Studies class mm -hmm. next semester. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get into, because I told him about Jake. He was like, yeah, you know. I went to trying to get my schedule changed to get into photography, but they didn't, you know, they didn't let me in or whatever. And I said, well, keep going back. You're only a sophomore. Keep going back. I said, do you got a camera phone? He was like, yeah. I was like, well, just start taking pictures with your camera phone. He was like, yeah, because, you know, I saw that picture that's on your uh, little avatar or whatnot. I said, that was taken with an iPhone 5. Yeah. I was sitting at a restaurant. He was like, man, that looked professional. I said, man, just start taking pictures. Yeah. And then when they don't put you in the class, just go and say, hey, I'm a photographer. I need to be in this class. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, I got a camera. I coach football. I tell you what, if we back in school, it's cool with your folks, it's cool with your parents. You come after school, I let you use my camera. You take pictures of the football. You That's perfect right. your stuff. You do that. Right. We have to, as as, sing, as single people, we can't necessarily wait to try to get into an organization because the organization is going to do a lot of things as a whole. We have to say, if you are on the train and you might be in the music or whatnot, you might play drums at your church, right? Mm -hmm. And you see a kid that just drumming and drumming and drumming. You remember how you were. You might say, hey, you ain't got to come to church. If it's cool with your parents, maybe on a Saturday, you just come up to the church and whatnot. Play the drums. I'm not even going to put you in a situation and say, hey, why don't you come to church? Yeah. Just use it as a facility. And there's some drums there. Yeah. Come play the drums. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's being a teacher. That, and that's what we have to do. That's what we have to get get back to as a community. We've got, as a whole, it's gotten to the point where you have to be, like, so hands-off of kids, yeah. which I get it. But now that is taking opportunities away from but kids. That, listen, listen, because that's not our system. The, the educational system is not our... That's not even education. I'm that's talking about I'm the village system. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I'm talking, that's what I'm saying, that we are into, we thinking like Caucasoids. That's what I said. We, but even out, even outside of the school, I mean, again, we had cats that stood outside. We had cats who stand outside the barbershop. What the barber would come and do? Hey, if you're going to stand out here and try to make money, come in here and sweep up this floor. And then you have cats like Travis Massey that I grew up with. What did he do? Cat played football. He was cutting my hair since seventh grade. 
He goes off to Grambling, gets a full scholarship. What do he do? Cuts fucking hair. <laughs> he stayed in. He his stayed lane. in his lane. Yeah. And we don't have kids that you know. We as adults aren't necessarily saying you know I'll take one. We we think we gotta have ten or twenty with the cameras out. Nah, man, grab that one. I'd rather put one through college yeah, than having yeah. to come up with. It's way more effective. It's like genuinely affecting the yeah. kids. Like, like I be thinking, like I said, like just for like I be thinking about all the dudes that like help keep me on track, right? Most of them niggas weren't even family. You know what I'm saying? But it was dudes that came I came across in whatever way of fashion and they taught me something and they sold me something. So what? I think that we just gotta keep it's it's cliche, but you just gotta like look out. I remember growing up, if I did some dumb shit or my brother did some dumb shit, it don't matter where we at, everybody know our parents. So we getting, we get it's get you getting told on one you know snitching. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they gonna they not even gonna tell your parents, they just gonna tell you stop playing. Like And that's how it was for me for like outside of my parents and my outside of my dad and my football coach. The most influential man that literally, my parents would tell you anything he asked me to do, I did. Like to the point where I played the saxophone. Yeah, I played the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, I played the saxophone. I'm, I'll I mean, tell you no lie, Mr. Yeah. Leo, Mr. Leo Moore, Mr. Leo, Mr. Leo Moore taught me how to play spades, and I'm talking about with old people. So you know you gotta learn, you better learn quick at Selden Park. Um, Mr. Leo Moore taught me how to play the drums. He taught me how to play the saxophone. He taught me how to do public speaking. He made me play Martin Luther King when I was in the fifth grade in a black history play. Um, anything that Leo, Mr. Leo Moore would ask me to do, like I was like, him and Zach Lyde. And Zach Lyde was a wild boy. He, man, Zach Lyde was wild. Um, anything they asked me to do, like I would literally do it like with a smile. I would say to mom, Mr. Moore asked, or Mr. Lyde asked me yeah. to do this. And she knew like, oh, yeah, well, he's he, straight. Yeah, no, he was initiating me. And yeah. that's what we are missing. We are missing the initiation process. And that is very important because mm-hmm. that puts you, that puts something before yourself. And you have and, and you have to put something before yourself to be uh, to be a part of something. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, oh, young sure. men need to be developed, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, we are all re- a reflection of the care given to us. You know what I'm saying? The time put into us. The time put into you is who you are. You know what I'm saying? And the time put into me is who I am. You know what I'm saying? And so on and so on. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think that's the important part right there. That we need to just get back to, man, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Listening. And listening, yeah, like we gotta get back because we in the black, especially hole right reading, now. bro. Especially reading, son. especially reading. Like, like I ain't gonna lie, it do be times I be thinking about damn. Like if I did go back to to the school system, I'm teaching reading, bro. I, I don't think I'm going back, but I, if I ever did, I'd be like, I'm teaching reading because it's crazy. Like, like growing up, my mother used to tutor like kids in the neighborhood and shit. She's a tutor of the kids that was like, they parent, they mothers would come to her and be like, oh yeah, we heard you homeschool your kids. Like, can you work with so-and-so? So she a tutor of the kids. But I used to think it was just like niggas around my way who struggled with reading. Like, when you in school, you ain't you ain't looking at nobody work or listening to nobody reading, you know what I'm saying? But when I started working in school, I started to see how many youngest like can't read, like can't recognize letters, you know what I'm saying? Like, but they recognize their name or they recognize certain yeah. things. And it's like, bro, this is crazy because 
y'all going to get passed through in high school, and then in four years, that's an adult out here that can't read. And so I think that piece is big, like when you talk about getting back, like, and the arithmetic too. Bruh, that shit is so important. You know, they kids that can't even make a sentence. So, so how and you, now they talking in that, uh, that text talk. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's just not even real, like, go with y'all coming with that shit one day. I just stopped playing it. She yeah. said, no, I'm just saying. I ain't no fucking just saying. Nigga. Nah, like, nah, nah, we ain't nah, talking like that, nah. nigga. Because you have to, the word, the, the word, the word is how you, how they keep the curse on you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and how you interpret the word, how you interpret the word make how you feel about yourself. You feel me? Because if you, and you know, like from a whole bunch of experience, but like, if you don't really understand What's on the papers they put in front of you? You jive like fuck. You jive like jump. fuck. Nah, you jive like your man at the job. He telling you to see how much is. Yeah, Son. he fucked. Son. He is fucked, my guy. I would just. So I always used to think like, bro, how could you? I he can never sign like. He fucked. Son. He fucked, bro. But it's mad niggas out there like like he got that. three kids and some grandkids. Yeah, he can't even he he got to get some, yeah he got to get somebody to read his pace load to him. That shit is deep, son. That's why I was talking to somebody. I told him, uh, I was like, I ain't voting, and she was like, you you not voting? I think that's messy. She was like, uh, you you not voting? And I was like, nah. Like she's like, you just did the little vote video. I said, I know, but like I can't be fake with you. I said, like, coming in contact with certain people and, like, listening to certain people talk and, like, at the, when you don't hear no genuineness in them, like, I can't, bro, I'm not. At the end of the day, bro, that ain't even our business. So, that's all I'm saying. That ain't our business, bro. If we tended to our business, it's like. It's our business only because we in it. I ain't talking about the presidency. I'm talking about locally. Oh, locally. It's yeah. Our, yeah, I'm not. I'm saying, if I was voting, I'd probably vote for Kanye, but locally, it's our Why business. Why not? We in the city, so. People always forget this shit because D.C., they got, like, superstar politics. The council members are city servants, so they serve you. So you're supposed to go with them. Just like the ANC people. You go to the ANC, you let them know what the fuck the community needs, what you need. It ain't no, they tell you to make decisions. But that's the problem in D.C. Motherfuckers who move here are starting to realize, like, oh, anybody can do this shit? And they come in there and they getting what they want individually. Like, when you go to these meetings, they make a personal. But you know how many small, failed family bars that have opened up in the Noma area? They had closed down, but they got the money just because it was just like they came and asked for. Yeah, yeah. I think we got to hold the people we elect accountable. But at the end of the day, just me personally, if I feel like all oh, y'all on some bullshit, I ain't voting for none of y'all. Like, so fuck it. And I don't even know worry about it. It's just like, hey, I lost some followers this week because of that. Man, look. But, well, because <clears throat> somebody had tagged me in something about voting or whatnot. And at this point, like, literally, I don't even give a fuck no more. I wouldn't have voted yesterday locally. Boy, turned down some shit yesterday. Um, Can we still write in Mike and read it? I might vote for them. Yeah, people write in Vita. Um, they probably don't even want to hear this. So, no, Vita been posting people right now. So, overall, I did my usual for president. I voted for Farrakhan. <laughs> voted for Farrakhan again. Um, but overall, somebody had tagged me or something. I had to hit him up and say, like, hey, can you please remove me? Because if you, when what you tag. What did it say? Uh, something about voting. 
you know, voting for Biden, why you should vote for Biden and stuff like this. And I was like, hey, can you untag me? Because now every, every time somebody leaves a message, it's popping up on my phone and I really ain't for this. And they was like, well, uh, I, they went into the whole spill about Biden. And I said, look, Rudy Brown. Why you, exactly. And I said, look, I said, look, I'm not voting. I said, no disrespect, but I'm not voting for either Biden or Trump. I said, I'm actually abstaining from the presidential vote. And, you know, they hit me with the, well, you know, if you don't vote for nobody, that's like voting for Trump. And it's like, I said, look. Some of them people go, <laughs> look. I said, look, man. Fuck out of here, bro. I said, look, man. Uh, I would have cold disrespecting him. I did. I, I said, look, cold man. Disrespect. I said, look, man. I vote on my local shit and I don't need I don't need I don't need the president to do nothing for me I said I said keep that same energy in four years when it's time to vote locally like who is your school board who is your DA who exact who's the tax you know the tax account who's all who's the tax commissioner that's what I want to know. Is the tax commissioner yeah, making sure all the revenue gets yeah. spent correctly? That's the, oh, that's the shit I want to know. Because that is your realism. That's, yeah, you that's the real no, shit. That's the real yeah. shit. And right. so they was like, well, that, and I was like, look, man, if you, don't, if you don't like the way, you can unfollow me. And Thank you, sir. And so I, I went, so as I was typing it, they unfollowed me. And so that's why I put that on Instagram the other day. and was like, look, man, I'm not voting for either one. If that's a problem with you, then you can unfollow me right now. T got called a Trump supporter this week. <laughs> mm. Don't come in with that MAGA hat. Nah. <laughs> T got called a Trump supporter, Sam. Listen, I, I heard somebody say that Trump is... I literally made a video about this shit like two years ago. Somebody said Trump is the worst president ever. How is that And so that I did some research. And it was niggas that was... It was presidents that got caught that was raping motherfuckers. Like, but it was a lot of presidents were slaves. It was a lot of presidents. One president had someone killed. I guess a lot of, bro, it's a lot of, he not the worst one. Listen, bro. And bro overall, I promise it's like you. what you always be saying, Crook. Uh, listen. It's one system. <laughs> it's it. It's one system. Money. Like, you, playing, you playing in night mode, you playing in day mode. Like, it's, it's one, one system. fucking system, bro. Like, you better figure out how day, you gonna play it. Now, I will say this. If you, if you have a plan, if, if someone has a plan intact, and they say, look, this person has is put some legislation that can help benefit my plan. And I'm with it. Aside, I'm with I it. I can't even be mad at that. Listen, Jake, Jake, how, Jake, how do you? 30. How many times has this happened in your 30 years? What? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Nigga, I'm 38. I'm a 39. And Bro. that ain't never happened. Uh, I can't. I, 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 <laughs> so this is this is why I take the stance So I at this point, realistically, I'm like I said, I'm 39. So I got 50 years left. In these last 50 years, I'm not giving a fuck about none of that shit. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do yes, over here. Over what, here, that's what that's what I'm doing. If y'all niggas bombing niggas over there, you know what? I'm gonna stay my ass over here. And then when y'all done bombing over there, y'all try to come bomb over here. We don't, I'm gonna go back over there where y'all went to bombing at. We don't. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, we don't do. We don't. We not Americans, bro. We we do business with America. That's it. Yeah, we I govern ourselves. Why the fuck I'm gonna vote for a president? I'm a president of myself. I ain't got time to be saying. You know what the line was before Obama got elected? I couldn't vote, but everybody used to be like, uh, "I don't vote for that shit. Don't nothing change for us, no way." And that's like, y'all like the truth. And then hold up. Hold I just want to make sure my money don't change. Because that's the only is, part this, about this the government I just want to make this, sure my money. This is one thing consistent about America that I think is hard for. I don't want to be like cliche and say new black America, but you got the new black America who like 
who be saying, oh, the essence of this, that, and that. It's like, bro, if you black, you black. How you grew up, if you black, you black. I'm not but black. I think, well, me, bro, whatever. <laughs> That's right. But but hold on. But this is the this is the realization everybody got to remember. It don't matter what the fuck side you pick on. The one thing that's consistent about America since the inception is niggas at the bottom. It don't matter how we feel about stuff, what we do, oh, no. we at the bottom. The, the so African, if that's consistent, that's right. The if African, that's consistent, then you always know where you stand. That's right. The African, so if you're right, playing, I'm gonna play my game where I stand. Yeah, like and if, if you got a plan to get boop boop, because they always both, they always bullshit. But, but, but here's my thing though. For me, again, like you said, like I'm, I'm born into it. Born into being black, Negro, whatever you want to call it, right? So I'm born into it. Newbie, and like you Negro. said, and like you said, if if I know that I'm born into this, right? And again, we 50 years, 60, 70 years into really being able to open your damn mouth, right? And and the niggas not cut out your tongue and cut well, your damn mouth. That's what I'm telling you. So, I don't even, I don't know hold, that. Hold on, hold on. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know that. So, so my thing about it is, yeah, I yeah. got, if it's been on the point of 80 years and we still at this, like I said, I got 50 years left. Yeah. I'm not going to spend my 50 years. Trying to Bro, deal with that we, shit. We as black people or Negro people, we got the biggest platform with nothing to say. So what the fuck? Like you know what the business of nigga media is right? nowadays? Bro. Attacking other niggas. Yeah, like that's that's the shit is, that shit is. Nowadays. I don't participate in that clown shit, bro. So I'm gonna do my shit. So again, I'm gonna do my shit to bring me smiles over here. Yeah, and that's all but I'm gonna do. Ain't on that because shit, that's bro. that's something you also got to realize too about the people before us because. Everybody want to disrespect their ancestors. And I don't, I ain't never got a chance to meet my grandparents, but my pops and mother them told me stories about them and, you know, how they moved this Bro, and that. I and listen, I understand. I understand that whatever happened in the past, son, and I can understand people that's maybe 60 and up, they have been washed. They have seen their leaders get crushed. So anybody in a... 30s and 20s and talking about all oh, the white listen that shit ain't happened to you but that's that's not even what i'm getting at is like this chick we've always been at the bottom consistently that's never changed with that being said the blueprint of how to live in this country and do things for your community has definitely been laid because the the one thing that will always remain the day we're not at the bottom no more america will no longer exist They'll blow this motherfucker up before we get any foothold. But I think as black people, we have to, we got to pay attention to what was before us. And not necessarily like the acts, but like how niggas was living. Like everybody we said, gotta we got to stop thinking back. like them, bro. It's not about thinking like them. It's yes, just, it is. It's just a blueprint was laid. So we going through all of this shit. All this, y'all can't vote, y'all can't read, y'all can't do this, y'all can't do that. But everything still was thriving and y'all still able to develop communities. That's the blueprint. Inside of that is a blueprint. Let me tell you something. We had to get into the blueprint because... One thing that's still the same now while we here and probably gonna be the same when we die is we still at the bottom. So it's not no hoorah campaign to overturn nothing. Like, yeah, if you got a plan, this do and you. something benefits your plan, benefits your plan. Just do you. Let me but tell you the layout, I think we outthink ourselves too much. Like, the layout's been set. Like, it's not no, this is how America works. Like, this is not just America, it's not a world. Like, most of the world works under a system similar to this. So, if you know, if your grandmother, your mother, and everybody else dealt with the same shit and worse, and they still was able to get a certain point, take that blueprint Let me tell you and apply something. it to today. It's not no new thing that you're going to do. Like, bro, they already, they showing you everything. They can't articulate it, but they can show you by what they've been through. Like, 
what can change for you and your people, not the whole. But it's not even it's not even an American blueprint. Like that's that that goes all the way back to Egyptian kings taking over territories and stuff like that. Um, When you talk about tribes taking over different parts of Africa and stuff and and stuff like that and moving over to Southeast Asia, so it becomes to the point when you start to look back that far, it's on the point of wherever I go, I'm going to carve out my space. Now, black people, right? Black people always been given a space. It's about what we do with it. They put us in housing projects. It's about what we should have did when we were in housing projects. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because again, they came down and tore they came and tore down the housing projects and put up high rises and showed you this is what you could have been doing. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of Doing what we actually did, and because a lot of our communities, we had shit. Again, I always say we got black people got all of Southeast, mm-hmm. got all of Southeast. It's no reason to have to run across the river. And they, they, they and they, they, they let us have. I mean, there's parts in Atlanta they've done like that. There's parts of Memphis that they give them black people space, and we just really haven't really done anything with it. Yeah. We haven't done anything with our communities. We haven't taken over our schools. We said, okay, y'all gave us this space. We want, we want to be given something. We that's the point, yeah. Work. We've been given, and that's it. Because we are, we are a made, African Americans were made to be products. And that's just what we become. We become product. And we got to stop looking at ourselves as what they called us. And we have to take back language. And, 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 and. And reading. That's why I say we just got to get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah, if reading, writing, and arithmetic, the thing about this, like, say, for instance, if, like how Jake said there's a blueprint, right? <clears throat> it's lucky what he just said. Like, just think about niggas couldn't read, it was illegal. Yeah. Niggas find out how to read, learn math, read, and do all that shit, even though it was illegal. That's whatever they was doing. When they tell us stories, they can't articulate certain shit, but that's what they telling us, like, well, y'all ain't going through what we going through, so just do what we doing. Y'all will be good. Your kids will be good. They'll be educated, motherfucker. They can raise educated we kids. Gotta like, get, we let me tell you something. Jay, let me tell you something. In a way, <clears throat> in a way, mm-hmm. the reason why, the reason why, how can I explain this? The reason why white people kind of act like black people to, to keep black people from acting like white people. Let me explain this now. If if I come to you, if I come to you, say that again, man. White people act like black people to keep black people from acting like white people. Okay. If I come to you, and you're a designer, you're whatever, and I'm a white person, and I just love you, I love everything you're doing, right? Yeah. You're not gonna think to do anything that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I get you. Not gonna think to do anything that I'm doing. So. On the point of that, it's like, hey, if we show them that we love everything that they do, they'll never try to elevate themselves to the likes of, say, Gucci. They'll never try to create a shoe and try to create a community as a shoe. You saw what we did to LeVar Ball to try to start to create a shoe to where we say, hey, we don't got to go to be Yeah, because we, we're looking at their European standards. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're looking at their European standards. But, like Jay said, there's a blueprint. And their blueprint works. You can't say that it doesn't work. Because at the end of the day, in this land, in the land of America, what are we here to do? Do business with America. That's right. All right. So if their plan works to get them money to do business worldwide, yes. as a black community, why wouldn't I say, you know what? 
Hey, T, y'all making cars. Jake, y'all building buildings. Crook, you over everything, development of whatever this and that. Yeah. Like, why don't we get that together and say because we not we we don't have the we don't have the cultural structure to do that. It's not the cultural structure. It's, what else no, is it's, it? It's reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's not about no, no. Listen, well, listen that, it's not about. Hold up, not, hold hold up, because that that is our culture. No, no, no. Hold, hold, hold up. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, hold I'm about up. to take you back to what you just said. I'm about to take you back to what you just said. Okay. Now, you cannot you cannot expect with everything at these kids' fingertips, mm -hmm. with everything at these kids' fingertips, mm -hmm. you cannot expect to indoctrinate our kids with previous deep culture. Okay, what do you, mean? you can't. <clears throat> when we start talking about gods, like and and and, and the, the the Moors and stuff like that, yes. these go over these kids' heads. No, they don't. It, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm, I'm serious. It does. For it, listen. Oh, I'm teaching it to younger, so you can't no, tell me that you're not teaching it to a mass. I'm not here to do that. This is what I'm saying. Listen, what I'm saying now. A mass. Is the blueprint. So if we want to that's get enough, no, listen, that bro. is the blueprint. If because we, everybody ain't going to go. It's not made like that. It's never going to be a utopia where everybody's going to get along, bro. It's not a point about getting along. Because the thing about it is, poor people on that side got to have their thing. Rich people on this side got to have their thing. What's it's the not, thing? Well, no, listen. It's not a cookie cutter to where everything's going to be the same. Right. There's going to be certain sections where everybody does certain things, right? Exactly. So... At that point, there's going to be some people that are going to lag behind. Right. Right? There are going to be some people that are going to yes. lag behind. There's going to be some people that are going to be in the middle, and there's going to be some people that are going to succeed. Yes. Right? And that's all the way across the board. Right. And that's how it has to be. It does not have to... I'm not to, saying it. Not, it's I'm not, not, I'm not I'm, saying so it's not So overall, like realistically, for us to participate as black people, if we say group economics and this and that and this and that, we really have to say, hey, you know what? Cool. That plan actually does work. They're making money. They're making lots of money. Yes. And they actually buy our goods. Yes. So at the point of saying, hey, let's start, let's start really, really seriously saying we are going to make our good. We are going to make cars. We are going to actually make planes. We're going to do stuff like that. And if we're not, we're going to figure out how to take our money. But that's not, our, that's not, that's not. That is not whose responsibility is to do, to do that. If we're gonna play the, if we're gonna play that, if we're who's gonna play the game, if we're going to continue to survive on this earth, yes, you're going to have to figure that part out. What do you mean? You're gonna have to figure. You're gonna have to figure out what their blueprint is and how to be able to use that blueprint and put your own spin on it. Because I am. Because, That's what I'm oh, telling no, no, no. you. But no, you're no. We're not. I am. No, the reason why I say we are not, we're not, and that's include me and you, because nobody black does anything technology-wise. Oh, no. No, no, hold on, no, hold on, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. What's the, what's the highest form hold of technology up. right hold now? Hold up. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me tell you something, huh? I understand, <laughs> I understand their blueprint because I, 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 I read who they think is the, is the shit. Mm -hmm. So... Their blueprint, I am on it. I have to build the infrastructure first. That's what so I said. So we're talking, hold up. That's why I said, hold we. up. Hold up. I, hold up. We're talking about technology, right? Yo, listen. I got off the phone yesterday with one of the 
one of the most brilliant minds in technology today, and he's a black person. All right, but okay, so uh, listen, what I'm saying. Do we own any infrastructure? But that's what I'm telling so you. So as long as we don't own any infrastructure, oh, no, that's I understand what you're saying. As long as we don't own any infrastructure, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Because if they cut it off now, what would you we're do? We're done. Yeah, exactly. we're way behind. Exactly. So that's why I said, exactly. until we can you. start to say okay. like, hey, okay. we're going to build our own infrastructure to where we don't have to rely on them, then we do. If we don't, if we decide to say, hey, we're not going to build our own infrastructure, then we have to figure out how to play our system enough to be able to play within that game. This that's what I'm telling you. All only thing I'm here to do is get under the radar and make the connections to do what I got to do. Yeah, I'm but not as, worried about because that's the distraction shit up there. With the that's but, the distraction. But the thing about this though, that's the distraction, but as a whole maybe even after you and I are gone, as a whole as black people, we got to figure that part out. We can't be on the single shit. Well, that's what I'm telling you. And the reason, the reason why we're on the single shit, right, is because either, like, take for instance, you're learning more than your parents learn. Yes. I'm learning more than my parents learn. Yes. And you're going to teach your kids more than your parents learn. Yes. But again, in the all of teaching and that learning, it's still less than 100 years of teaching. Yes, I understand So that. we still, yes. we still immature, premature in the whole teaching phase yeah. that overall, in the course of time, either... Our kids have caught up to where, okay, cool, I got my foot on something infrastructure-wise. Mm -hmm. Or if it's just like, man, I will run myself to death trying to create an infrastructure. Yeah. So now I got to either have something to say, okay, this is my platform that I can bring to the that I can bring to the infrastructure to where your infrastructure actually needs me. Right. Like how Microsoft was. Right. Well, like, that's why I, I'm into art and I'm into intelligence because they're going to need this soon. I promise you. So that's why I'm you gotta get in art. It's cr it's crazy to like see this shit like happening, like the switch to technology, but like in the fusion of art and technology. But like that's literally like these kids don't understand like, and it's happening now on like a small scale, but it's about to be happening like on a larger scale. You talking about the real the real wealthy jobs, six figure quick instant jobs will be everything. To do with design, art, technology. You know where some, right. of, the you know where some of the most black tech black kids come from? Huh? You know where the most tech black kids come from in America? I don't know. Probably Las Chicago. Vegas. Wow. I didn't know that. You know why? Wow. The C's show. The what? C's. The what? The C's show. So it's oh, a show. okay. C's I mean, show is the technology. Like, it's like their mm -hmm. auto show. So mm -hmm. you get every technology on the point. Now, I watched clips from the C show four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. Technology is out now. It's virtual. Um, it's the last part. Um, what is it? Uh, virtual reality. Yeah. So they have virtual reality and I'm pretty sure they probably jumping off their screens right now. Right now That's is right. you put the headset on. Yes. And you are literally in class. Everybody in class is sitting in their room. Headset. Yeah. And it's looking like I'm in my desk. Yeah. You in your desk. Yeah. And you go to school like this takes it further they got H&M is out there they did a partnership just mm -hmm. to do a study yeah. you never leave your house you have H&M's full wardrobe to you you put it on and it's as, it's as if you got it on Yeah. partner with Google Maps and it's as if you can just walk through the street that's, their, house. that's their world Yeah. but <laughs> again now again for us, if that's their world and that's the world we're going to yeah. 
You got to have somebody in there. You got to have somebody in there. I promise you I got somebody in it. <laughs> I promise you this. <laughs>